All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Top End Talk, uh, episode four. Um, very lucky to be in the studio today with uh, Paul Rook and Mick Killer Kilpatrick. And, and a fine studio it is too. It's a beautiful studio, yep. my, my living room. And we have the wonderful Rossi Johnson. Welcome, Rossi. Cheers for having me, fellas. Good bit of uh, good bit of gear you got here. Good setup. <laughs> yeah, it's good, mate. You know, working on it. Um, you know, one step at a time. Um, maybe your podcast might be the one that Tip makes us rich and famous, and then we can <laughs> stop doing these podcasts in the living room with my wife hiding down at the playground somewhere with the kids, stop <laughs> <laughs> making a heap of noise. But uh, no, nah, mate, it's good to have you on, mate. Thanks for coming out. I know it was uh, a bit of a late notice with us. Um, Rookie had to give us a down low, mate, and just organise a few things with the ruggies, mate. But yep. um, we managed to, to fit you in and, yeah, we're stoked to have you. No, my pleasure. So tell us a bit about it, mate. You're a bit of an up-and-coming star in the, the Toyota 86 Series Australia. Um, you've been racing in that now for... Three years. Three? Yeah, I thought it was three. Be my third year, yep. Yep, yep. Um, and going good. Yeah, well, this year is a bit of a uh, we've had a bit of a shocker this year, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, uh, just a just a lack of results. Um, but we've had a change of teams after round three. Yeah, mate. So we were just got back from Sandown there. Yep. Um, and yeah, coming up to our final round in Bathurst. So hopefully we can finish it on a high. In front of the big crowd. In front of the big crowd. Yeah. Mate, Bathurst have to be epic. I um I had a trip lined over with um my cousin Corey Cork, and uh, it was right when COVID kicked off. Um, we booked an Airbnb, and we're like, I remember I was sitting at home watching Bathurst, and he goes, "Shit, we should go." Rightio, so I round up a couple of us, and I booked us an Airbnb, and and because uh, of the Australian dollar and the American dollar changed when I went to get the money back. After they can't, they cancelled on us saying, "Oh no, you can't come." Because we we're like, "No, we're still going to go," you know. And COVID obviously really kicked off, and they're like, "Oh, we don't want anyone in our house, and rah, rah, especially in Asaitas." And um, yeah, so by the time I think we end up losing about four hundred bucks over the whole lot, so I sort out to say to the boys, "Like, look, I'm not ripping you off, I'm not giving you <laughs> the same money back, but we d- we didn't get the same amount back with the the drop in the you know the American dollar." So I still have not been. And I would like to go. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely a um, it's a bucket list thing. Even going to spectate there is incredible, but going to race there is just a whole other thing. Like you, you rock up there on the on the Wednesday. Yep. And you take the rental car around there, as it's a public road. People have got their bins out and stuff when you're doing your yeah. track walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just go, how am I, how am I supposed to tackle this track in a, like in attack? Yep. You're going around in a rental car and you're like, I can't get over 40 going down the hill. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then, yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Um, out of all the tracks you've done, mate, what's your favourite? Bathurst, definitely. Yeah. Bathurst, your favourite? And I Just because it's iconic or because it's actually challenging? Well, in the three years we've raced there, um, I think our series has gone there about five times. So out of out of all the tracks in on the calendar, that's the one I'm most comfortable with. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. That and Townsville, which are ironically probably two of the hardest tracks. Yep. Townsville yep. being a street circuit and Bathurst 
being a street circuit as yeah, well. I like yeah, I like the Townsville circuit. That was cool. I've mm. only seen it on TV, but I like it. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What actually do you like about the Bathurst track? Do you like is because it's got the steep climbs and the, like the ascent and descent, or is it um, the atmosphere, or is it what sort of really ticks your box? I think, yeah, the, the atmosphere alone is incredible. It'd have to be awesome, mate. Yeah. Like, there's just... <laughs> You see, you, you'll be on the Sunday race there about 7, 7.45 in the morning. There's fires going on next to the track and there's just, there's punters there hanging off the fence blind. It's, <laughs> it's 7.45 in the morning. It's freezing cold. And you're and on the warm-up lap and there's just guys going berserk off the fence. It's great. Love it. Yeah. A mate of mine reckons back in the day he went up in the, um, on the hill on the hill, and he yeah. reckons like Bull pit, if, if you went past and you didn't like fucking light her up, yeah, like they'd fucking tip the car over. I was there one year when one bloke was doing a skid, and this was like in the late nineties. Yep. And the dude rocked up, and it, that back then, like, remember the GDS, VS GDS? Yeah. And he dropped a skid and actually dropped a set of tires, blew them, and then they torched his car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, put on a good show, mate. We'll just keep it burning. And then one dude climbed up on it while it was on fire and slipped, and he fucking all his back turned into a blister because the roof was like a hot plate. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, Ambo's turned up and he had skin and shit all off him and I'm just like, this is loose. Well, they reckon the, the hill was just no spot you'd take your missus. That's what yeah. No, no, no. And like, but they never, even, ever take a female so up there. On the top of the hill and they had they got that sort of like that big grass area, that bowl. Yeah. There was dudes turned up there. This was like when Dickie Johnson and Brocky were still going and they had um, people who turn up with cars that were painted the same colour as the teams, like the old Falcons and that. And they're crashing into each other and then they're just like, at the end of it, everyone just puts couches, cars yep. and shit and there's lights and then walks away. And I'm like, I walked up to go and watch it. Just to, That's the reason why I wanted to know what you like, whether it was the atmosphere or not, because I know that it's tamed down a bit, but she still gets loose. But that was, I went up there in my Tirana and I made sure I parked it about 30 <laughs> kilometres away because it was my pride and joy. I've still got it, but it freaked me out. Still got the Tori. I've still got the trainer sitting down in the shed. <laughs> a, a guy I used to work with, his name was Chris. He, um, an older fella, said he was up there when he was about 17, 18. Yeah. And he got drunk and passed out. And he came to, he could hear all this clapping and cheering like, yay, like that. And as he opened his eyes, he said he could see this bike. He was hovering over the top of him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this with his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it was about, you know, like eight inches away from his face and he just saw his turd crown from this bloke's asshole. It was just about to shit on his face and Chris just woke up and that's what he saw and rolled out of the way and the bloke laid a big nugget there. And he was like, you know, hundreds of people cheering it on. Look, it was wild. That's the reason why it's I had wild. to ask, man, because the atmosphere back then was it was feral, but I loved it. And now it's it's got a lot more reserved now. Um, one of my mates from up here, she's down there watching it. Um, she'll be down there watching you. Um, so she drove down in the um, in the seventy nine. So I don't know whether it make it with the with the right real tracks and. But nah, Loss is already down there. Oh, yeah. mate, should be just doing a heap of revs and burn a heap of fuel, heap but it'll get there. It'll definitely. But yeah, get one there. of my mates from up there, they travel down every year. Yeah, you'd, you'd be surprised how much or how many people from Darwin get yeah. down there. It's yep. That's why I sort of try to rep the rep the territory flag it's as good, much mate. as I yeah, can. Yeah, love it, man. Yeah, it's people good. love it. And 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 hence why we done the the top end talk. You know, it's about motorsport in the territory because everyone just loves motorsport. It's a it's a huge part of the territory and. Whether it's um, go karts, sprint cars, uh, street cars, whatever it is, mate, drifting. So, 
No, that's, that's why we. That, uh, that's, that's why we sort of kicked it off. So it was that's such a great a good following. So. Great thing about the uh, territory, I think, even whether it be motorsport or sport, everyone just gets behind you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, it's yep. true. Hundred percent, mate. The um, this is our first podcast, Rossi. That's not to do with um, motorbikes. Yeah. Too. So. Yeah. Yep. So you're you you yeah. you sort of breaking everyone's virginity today, mate. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll cover a bit of my uh, motocross history because it's only really been until the last three years that I've switched over to car racing. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's yeah. kick. Let, let's go back to say Broome, Melbourne. Melbourne. Born in Melbourne. Where about? Born Melbourne. in Melbourne. Gully. Melbourne. Oh, Ferntree Gully. Yeah. Ferntree yep. Gully. Very There's good. There's fucking cars for sale in the trade yeah, post. Yeah, Ferntree Gully. Ferntree yeah. Gully. Yep. yep. Good yep. ones too. Yeah. There, there. So, yeah, born in Ferntree Gully. Um, my old man raced superbikes growing up just through the East Coast and yep. South Australia a little bit. Um, and mum wasn't too... too uh, Crazy on me jumping on a on a bike, so started on BMX. Yeah, oh, the old BMX. BMX we were just speaking. Just we only did the interview with Taylor. Yep. BMX. Yep. yep. Last one. Who was a who's still a BMX coach? Yes. And uh, gun BMXer. Yeah. So yeah, um, and I think BMX would serve me pretty good in my motocross career there. Yep. But um, yeah, raced that for a few years. Went to Aussies. Done a done a lot of state titles on that. Um, and then, yeah, moved to Broome. Broome. Dad, dad had a dad had a pretty big crash on his superbike, so that's thought of at the. Bit. So what he thought, just some hot weather will make him fucking feel better, or like, oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, why, why Broome? Or is that just so a, what, what happened in Broome? That is well, there's no road racing track there, so no, nah, there's not. Can't. Race. I think they just wanted to change a lifestyle. Cool yep. man. Yep. And uh, yeah, you know the hustle and bustle of Melbourne. Yeah, fair enough. Change it, changing, changing it up to Broome. And what year was Broome? Uh, twenty thirteen. So that's when you went to Broome. Twenty thirteen. And that's pretty much when my uh, motocross career kicked off. Kicked off. Yep. My little cake, sixty five. Yep. Sweet. Racing around Broome. Um. Pretty much jumped on an eighty five, in twenty fourteen, raced the Northwest Series on that. And then Northwest, mate. That's yeah. it, the Northwest series. And then um, Bunbury KDM come on board. Oh, jeez. Yep. Shit, me. I didn't realise you were that top notch back oh, in the I day. I wouldn't say that. but uh, <laughs> Mate, I would have to have spent like $50,000 and one thing with Bunbury KDM and I couldn't even get him to share my Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking disheartened. <laughs> I'd done this awesome sticker kit, like, yeah, Bunbury, and I couldn't even get him to fucking share my post. It's just like I just bought a $1,600 top end kit <laughs> off him and they've shared mine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> anyway, so I'll stop buying through there. Stitched up. <laughs> so Bunbury got on board. And, yeah. and we had a lot of great partners in Broome there and I think yeah. that's what sort of... Um, introduced me to looking after my sponsors and yep. I'd figure out how important that is, especially when you go to car racing. For sure, yeah. mate. So yep. um, we we done the Northwest Series for three three years there, um, 2016, 17 and 18. Then in 2018, we won the 85s and 125s Tw- and pretty much straight after that, we uh, came up here to Darwin. Good, know. mate. It's good. And That's you were riding KDM bikes the whole time. Yeah, that's you know the age up, old saying. Up to, yeah. KDM on Sunday, ATM, ATM on, on Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Isn't that the truth? Hey, we're all KDM owners oh, yeah. right well, here, and uh, 
I did. It was, it was some of us have got one, some of us have got multiple, but yeah, yeah. like uh, mine the all... other day was KDM on uh, Thursday, ATM on Friday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what, what, yeah, okay, yeah, I've no. never heard that saying before. KDM Sunday, ADM Monday. No, KDM on Thursday, ADM. No, that was just mine. I made it up because I'd had. I'd, I'd oh, so what, you're just making up sayings now. Yeah, <laughs> just making up, up his own. World first, world first year. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. the first thing that rookies ever made up. But nah. anyways, I mean, look, it's, it's it's live now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's people that are actually waiting to hear what I'm going to say. <laughs> what My- is he going to say next? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I do like it. Yeah, but um, so you enjoyed the the KDMs. They were the choice, or yeah, so they were giving you bikes, ish. Yeah, went went from a Quacker to a uh, to yeah. a KDM, and it's just people always try to compare even Yamahas to KDMs, and I don't know so much nowadays of the electronic fuel injection with the two strokes, but back then with the carbies and stuff, the power delivery on those KDMs, it's just. Unreal and yep. even like hydraulic clutch, yeah. rated lines. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hydraulic so clutch. It's, it's the finer details. It is the, definitely the finer details where the Europeans have got it. Stock standard Brembo brakes for a start. Yeah, but like Magura clutch, everything like that there. You haven't got it. You haven't got a cable pulling. Yeah. I've still never really worked out why the Jappers haven't gone into the hydraulic clutch side. Well, what, they ha- the, the, the Quackers have. Quackers are now. Yeah, but I mean, who buys a fucking just car? now? Who buys one? Well, they're good, man. They're good, but they're, you're right. They're not. They're not. Um, they're R and D. What they got a four fifty or two fifty motocrosser, and that's it. Yeah, I just that we talk about like there's no enduro. Like Yamaha is the next thing, right? That's oh, Yami bikes sure. with their WRs and well, I almost had a sort of stuff, and Yamaha just seemed to be a little bit. Behind in their, like not, no, I think it's just they're set in their way. Yeah, they're yeah. set in their way. That's what I mean. In their, in their, they're behind in their, um, in their confidence to uh, bro- broaden what they've yeah. got. Like, well, like, like the three fifty. They yeah. have not made a three fifty. No. They have not bought well, out. A, last, they haven't bought out a. He loves butt. his three fifty. Doesn't he? Doesn't it's, he? It's, it's like, why don't you own one? You love the three fifty. Oh man, yeah. I just think it's a class man. It's so suitable for so many people. Yeah. So yeah. many people can't hang on to a four fifty. Yeah, and it's so, so so many people a two fifty is just a little bit not enough. Yeah, the three fifty yeah. is the highest sell. The three KDM's three fifty is the highest selling KDM that they make. And it's for a reason. Why? Why don't Japanese? Why don't Japan look at that and go, "Well, yeah, let's just turn our WR two hundred and fifty into a three hundred and fifty. Keep the same bottom well, end." Mate, but, honestly, I think it's just it, like, it would sell, man, because KDM makes such. I mean, Yamaha makes such a good bike. Yeah, but to me, Yamaha is not. It's not the industry. Like, nah. We'll see. Like, Yamaha yeah, look, industry last, is probably boat motors and stuff like yeah. that. I, and, I actually think and school, I mean, and I school think recorders. Yeah. And school recorders. Maybe they're all and Yamaha. And then fucking electric keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make good they make good guitars and keyboards, man. They yeah. make good guitars. But they make good speakers as well. Yeah. Like but yeah, DJ look, speakers. So last year the Australian off roads, the whole series was won on a WR two fifty. Yeah. Brilliant bikes, man. Everything that beat that was the E1, new W. The new E1 WRs are, for, for, by all accounts, are phenomenal bikes. Like but I ride my son's nineteen model, and it's a, it's an excellent like. They're a farm bike. I was like, man, this thing's a race bike. Like, yeah, but E one, E two, and E three. So the classes, yeah, and the two fifty four stroke WR was stock standard motor. Yeah, beat everything. Imagine putting that. Imagine putting a three fifty head on a three fifty top end. Oh, on it. do it. Do three. 
Anyway, let's get back on the Rossi. We we can bounce off Mick's three fifty. Mick loves his three fifty. Yeah, don't, don't even have one. I rode one. Love it. Yeah. If you of, listen to the podcast fetish. before this one, Mick just loves his. It's, it's a fetish there. Yeah. yeah I've, I've never jumped on one. I've I've had a ride on a uh, maybe a fifteen SX in Caratha. And you rode your cousins. You rode um, Nate's. Ridden Nates. I have rode Nates as well. Yeah. DXE. So I rode the SX and the EXE. Yeah. I, I like them hundred percent. They yeah. were they were a. A nice bike. Yeah. I think I wasn't sh- – like I jumped off the two-banger on the uh, Nate's 350 here and I believe I just, you know, talking to Cork about later on, I, I think I just need to ride it harder. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I Apparently they have to be ridden like a 250, yeah. but they've just I, got I, that I, I think so. Yeah, I, think I, two I think I was too gentle on it. So, yeah. you know, Cork goes, mate, you just need to ride it harder. You, you weren't riding it hard enough, so – Looking yeah. forward to another squirt on that one day to really see what's got. It's not, like a kilo light. Lo- was a kilo lighter than my five hundred and felt fifteen kilos lighter. Yeah, I think, mate. I had my YZ four fifty in in Caratha there, and mate, it felt twenty kilos lighter than the than the five hundred. But it's not. But it's not. Not by not by figures. But mm. when you, when you're on the even when you're mm. pushing the thing around the shed, it felt a lot lighter. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, we're going around in circles here, Fuck. mate. If if you have <laughs> if you have and you want to talk about a three fifty, can we just do it in the next interview? So, um, cool, man. So, yeah, move so to Darwin. Move to Darwin. Um, yeah, we had we had a bit of uh, financial issues when we first got to Darwin, so I didn't do as much racing as I would have liked to. We still we still had the uh, the YZ2DF. Yep, yep. Done a lot of uh, thumpers and stuff like that. Thumpers are good, eh? I, I reckon the thumper series is is awesome. I wish I was off them all the time. And yeah, I was, um, I was pretty average at it. Yeah, I'm only good at the jumps and. Oh, there's a few people I know that aren't quite as good as the thumpers and um, the CrossFit queen. I think we <laughs> talked about earlier, but. He, he, Anyways, he, he he put his brakes on with his face the other day, so that was a good one. I'm sure it's either too wet or something for him. I'm There's sure always complained about something. About. I don't even know who you're talking about. Is there a CrossFit? <laughs> do you do CrossFit? We couldn't. Nah, <laughs> there's just a person we call the cross, CrossFit Queen. Ah, righto. Yep. Yep. So yeah. we'll fill Rossi in later, mate. But yeah. um, nah, cool. So then race around. You do a bit of top end motocross. Yeah, plenty of plenty of top end motocross. We um. Hit Garth up for a 2019 stroke. Yep. Yes. Garth at Anti Motorcycle Centre. Yep. Proud sponsor of Rossi Johnson Racing. Yeah, well done. <laughs> nice little plug. Yeah, plug him in, mate. That's all good. And uh, yeah. So Garth's a good man. He is. Um, he looked after me. Yep. And Louis. I always talk about Louis. Go in. Louis will always cut you a good bargain on a, mm-hmm. a few spare parts where he can save you a dollar. He'll always save you a dollar. And yeah, so race the, uh, the top end series up here. Done a bit of, um, I think we went to Alice that year for the state titles. Yep. And I don't know, I think I just, whether it was a hard pack or whatever, I just sort of didn't enjoy racing anymore. Yep. So um, yeah. at the same time, we were racing HQ Holdens up here. Yep. Yep. Up at Hidden Valley here. And uh, we won the series in that. That was my first year. And uh, yeah, I was pretty, growing up, I was so obsessed with car racing, like, 
to be honest, I just raced bikes because we lived in Broome and that was the thing to do. Yeah, because <laughs> there wasn't a track for the cars, There's mate. Spe- yeah. Speedway yeah. over there, isn't there? Yeah, there is Speedway and it's pretty big, but... Yeah, yeah Speedway's pretty big in Broome, mm. yeah, mm. And sure. I almost went that way before I raced motocross, but I'm um, yeah. sort of glad I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Do you know Rusty from... I, I do know Rusty. Yeah, you know Rusty. Loves a hill clicker. Yeah, he loves a hill clicker. <laughs> Rusty's uh, been a good mate of mine for many, many years, and especially racing back home in Vic. Yeah, um, he's from Warnable, isn't he? Yep, yep, yep. So I'm from down that way originally, and his yep. mum used to be the scoring lady. And yeah, I know. Yeah. I know um, his mum. Yeah. So no. Small world. It's very small world. Yes. Very small world. And I think they've only just, maybe 12 months ago, moved back to... Waterball. They moved yeah. from the broom. They've gone yeah. back. Has Rusty's mum ever ridden a 350? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, honestly, killer, you would love Rusty's mum. Ru- Rusty's mum. Deb is like the dead set. Like, if you are riding like a pussy, she'd just go, you're riding like a fucking pussy. Yeah. Like, like yeah. she, she just calls it, it out. Yeah. Like, she just calls it out. And Rusty could ride. He would just, in the end, just... Smoke way too many bungers and just drank way too many JDs or whatever, but he could actually ride in his day. Yeah. He was a really good rider and then just grew up and do what we all do where, you know, the pub's an easier option. and You get that a lot. Could still hang a good whip though, even in his later days. Yeah. Rusty could hang a good whip, so. I've <laughs> seen him throw some heel clickers on jumps that should not be even attempted. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> No, he's good. Um, so, so Hidden Valley brought you to where you are. So yeah, probably H- HQs. Yeah, HQs originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's hard. You can't even buy them anymore. Oh, what was that, Dad's or well, like, did you pick up an X racer or up yeah, here? I picked up an X racer. Yeah, and I thought yep. that would probably be the best entry level category to jump into. Are they? Are they a three hundred eight? Two hundred two. Yeah, six on. Oh, there are two hundred two. Got the old girls in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ridgy Ditch, mate. Four, four on the floor, is it? Three. Three. Three, three, three yeah. on the floor. <laughs> so they go. Oh, oh. They, they, they got some boogie. Yeah. Ish. It's no 350, mate. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Now, were you running, were you running um, what uh, car were you running? Triple SUs or were you running Holly or? Couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it had, mate. Triple Webbers, yeah. bloody flashbacks, bloody. No, there's a, there's a. There's a stock you got to run. I think it's isn't it a stock carby? Yeah, it's, it's all can't. stock. You can't yeah. you can't do anything to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So run. Just that. gains in suspension, mate. Sorry, just gains suspension wise. You can do suspension stuff. Just no engine work. Yeah, you're pretty limited on what you can really do. Yeah. Like it's it's a pretty stock type, standard yeah, category. Type but yeah. that's cool, right? So that keeps yeah. the class equal. Yeah. Somewhat. There's a lot of people who are advancing those, um, advancing the timing in their engines and. Obviously, their engines will probably only last one to two meets, but they just blow the field away. Yeah. Yep. And in that stage of racing, that's not something I really wanted to be doing. Couldn't afford to do it, mate, at the time. Nah. You know, and, and rebuilding engines, and you've got to have someone that can do that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it costs money. That's it. So, um, yeah, we raced that for a year. We're going to race it in 2020, but obviously COVID and stuff. Yep. So, yeah, then we, um, we gave up motocross. I had a good friend of mine who's who raced supercars on the weekend. Actually, he um he sold me his Toyota eighty six. Cool. And yeah, he gave me a very uh very good price. Yeah, and it's good, help, mate. Helped me out. 
and That's great. sort of kickstarted my national level. So, so Rossi, what's just for clarification, is an '86 a Toyota '80 series that's been extended to a six-wheeler? <laughs> it isn't, mate. No, it's a six-cylinder. <laughs> okay. 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 Toyota cylinder? '80 series. Flat the four-cylinder. Four. Flat four. <laughs> oh shit. Flat four. Flat, it's a flat four. Similar to a. Uh, similar Hang on. Is it is it pretty similar to a Subaru? It is. Horizontally it is very similar. Yeah. Boxer okay. engine. Boxer engine. Oh, yeah. it's a boxer. But they're like the two point yeah. five, whatever they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mix a bit of a boxer. Yeah. Is it a, a boxer? <laughs> a few super, runs. Super, <laughs> yeah. BRZ. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. The same same car. Just different badge. Yeah. Different badge. Right. Yeah. Who, and who makes the car? Neil Bates Motorsport, so right, they pretty so much that, kitted they, out. And they use a like an old Celica sort of design with a Subaru sort of fit-out type setup. Is that uh, what's going on? Or? They basically, 86, 86 shape, yep. and yeah, they cage it. They throw these big brakes on it, yep. fully adjustable suspension. They leave the engine pretty pretty standard, yep. but um, different ECU, exhaust, yep. and that's it. It's still... There's not much of them, but it's still re- good. Rear-wheel drive? Yeah, rear-wheel yeah. drive. Yeah, it's still okay. good enough for about 250Ks that's quick. at Bathurst. Yeah, in a that's, tow. Quick. <laughs> that's quick. Yeah. That's quick. Yeah, what, what, are the, what are the touring cars doing down the down Comrade, like 325 or something like that? 298. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what are you doing? 250. Yeah. Oh, I'd say 240. 240. Yeah. In a tow. Yeah. <laughs> in, so, in something with half the horsepower, you know? Yeah. So. That's quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quick. Mm. It doesn't feel quick. When you're when it, you're in it though, it's quicker than you a, just want a bit more. Quick, eh? yeah. You just want to keep pushing the it's throttle. It's quicker than a HQ. It is. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's got probably half the body roll. Yeah. I remember in the HQ days, you're coming through the corners, just trying to crack that throttle. You'd have about two locks on it, like a shipping vessel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing hasn't broken traction yet, but there's so much body roll on it. You already you already got two locks of Oppo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just loading the tire, mate. Mm. Just just. Throwing it over until you know that tyre's got all the weight and then just and hoping it, that it's going to hang on. He's running a control tyre. Yeah, so we run a Dunlop control tyre. It's a uh, it's a sports tyre, but we don't have wets or dries. Okay. Just a, just so you run those tyres no matter whether it's rain yeah, or something. Yeah, and I'm not sure if you guys would have seen, but Bathurst last year was was pretty wet. Yeah, a lot of yeah. aquaplaning going on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was pretty tricky. Yeah, yep. Yep. I can imagine. Yeah, for sure, mate. No, um, and what, what, and so gearbox is it, um, like Triptronic sort of stuff, or is it paddle shift? Is it nah, what is it? Six six speed um H pattern. Yep, which oh, is true. something that's why oh, everyone enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's old school. Old school. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's sort of. That's why all the race teams look at the eighty six series to find talent. Yeah, because yeah. yep. it's you have to heel and toe. It's, it's still actually dr- have real to drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still driving. Yeah, yep. it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's. Yeah, it's you really need to get everything right because if you don't, you'll be way off the pace. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Miss, you mess one corner up, and then it takes another two to three to recover. Mm. And yep. on on the weekend, we were I think seven tenths off the leader. Yep, and we're twenty fifth in practice. Yeah. Whoa, fuck! That's yeah. good. That's good racing. That's so it makes for good, is, interesting racing. It is, yep. but it's just it just comes down to car setup. Yep, yep, and yeah, it's. No, yeah. that's cool, mate. How does it feel going into the first corner knowing that everyone is the same speed? It's you can you can either use it to your advantage or yeah. or let it get the better of you. Like um, I'm on my early days. I, I think you were a bit aggressive early days, weren't you? No, nah, no, nah, I don't think I was aggressive enough. You reckon you were the opposite? Yeah, and that's why I got yep. 
taken advantage of. Yep. But um, yep. when you get a little bit of mongrel in you, yeah, start making passes into the first corner. Yeah, Rab- like Rabin's mo- racing. Yeah, a bit like motocross. You know, you push you away in a little bit them, more. Yeah. Intimidate. Yeah, and let them know you're there. And yep. Gaps open. I know yeah. at the start, mate, didn't you? Had a bit of trouble. Oh, mate. <laughs> Spin-offs and the odd crash. and Yeah, so, um, yeah, round two, actually, of the series, we are at Townsville running eighth, which is pretty good for the second meet. Yep. 35 car field. Um, and, yeah, one of my mates actually had a... Uh, he outbroke himself because he's in the tow of a few cars. Yep. yep. And these cars have ABS. Yeah. But that yep. doesn't mean you can put your foot flat to the like floor because yeah, yeah. once you get past that threshold the pedal just goes stiff yeah yeah yep. and he's hit me put me into the outside wall and there's not much you can do there at a street circuit obviously <laughs> the wall's pretty close yeah and the field's still close on lap two and yeah it's just completely written off the car yep. <sighs> moved moved the concrete wall oh. left me with some pretty serious nerve damage in my back oh true and yeah do you, want, do you want to go into that rossi what what sort of in, in your back, what's the nerve damage? What's uh, it's, happened it's there? Not, it's not too bad. It's T11 and T12. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it still gets the better of me. And still that's gives why, you trouble, mate. Yeah, and that's why people people always say, oh, motocross, you left it because of the injuries. And, yeah, you break you break a lot of bones in motocross, but yep. the back's way worse, you know. Yeah. Like, you you only get one back. back. Exactly. You only get one back, yeah. mate. Yeah. Bones heal. Yep. Yep. Especially, how old are you, Rossi? 21. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that your bones, is it, your is bones, it you're still growing. Your bones are still heal. You can bones can still heal quite well. Nerves. Yeah, that's a different that's exactly story. It. Yeah. Does it affect you mentally now? Do you think, or have you got past that? Did uh, it do? It, did it for yeah, a while? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it was more financially than anything because, yeah. like, we barely scraped it together to fix the car. It needed. A, it was basically a strip it down to the shell yep. and rebuild from that. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Fortunately, it was we could reuse the shell, but. Still, still very pricey, and oh, yeah. I think I definitely let it get the better of me for the next few rounds after that. Yep. And yeah, I had had team owner say to me, "Just snap out of it," you know. Is hey, that's that's cool, right? Mm. And and, and and that's what a team mm. a team owner needs to do because what? um we see it in don't we? We see it, we talked about it earlier in the Supercross, and and it it takes someone like that to say, "Hey, you need to snap out of it. We've got to go back racing. You know, we've got to." You know exactly and it's just once you start worrying about money you put yourself in those positions that yep. you don't want to be in like whether you're getting out of something because you want to be on the outside or whatever or you're just getting out of a move late mm. and yep. that's when that's when injuries <laughs> and crashes happen one of my mates he used to race go-karts and he said the same thing when you actually tried to avoid getting out of an accident was when you used to do more damage if you're yeah. flowing with everyone else you're going to rub your pods and all that stuff there but he said, yeah, look, he, he, he rolled it one time. That was at the Portland, the street track there. Yep. Oh, that was yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was wild. <laughs> so he had a big stack just there going down that, that switch where you come down off the grass. And he had a buster there. They don't do that anymore. No, they don't. That was it. That was just that corny, was the coolest wasn't thing. it? Yeah, and we see people go flying up into the tan bar. They used to do a full street bed. course, Mick, back in, in Portland on, mm. on the foreshore. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was a full street course, yeah. Go karts, and it was just like, but yeah, just, like just the pubs are full. The, the everyone's the, standing up in the balconies the, having everything beers. was full. It was yeah. epic, wasn't yeah. it? Was it sponsored? Uh, the, the local council used to put it on, but it was an actual official Australian round yeah, of the go karts. Okay. Did, cool. did you ever race there? Nah, never, there? never race go karts. Ah, right yeah, but which, with, yeah, yeah, but with the ones down at Portland. But he was yeah, he was saying good. exactly the same thing was. Yeah. 
if you're getting bunched right up, unless you're flowing with the actually like going the, with the, the flow, if the Isle of Man of go karts in, yeah. in yeah. Western it was, Victoria, man, it was cool. It was, it was cool. Wild. But he was saying that as soon as you think shit. There's going to be an accident here. Yeah. He said, if you didn't keep on attacking the whole time and pushing that next cart in front of you because there was one pushing behind you, if you changed the way that things were going, that was when an accident was going to oh, happen. Oh, it's the same as us when we were riding in the bush. You're like, I'm going to stack. Yeah. yeah. Of course you're going to stack. But like Rossi was saying, if, though, like if you think that mind game thing, yeah. that if, if you all of a sudden you're not thinking like with it the whole time, mm. that's when it's going to start costing money. Mm. Yeah. It's so psychological. Yeah. Motocross and car racing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that in motocross that I don't think I was necessarily the fastest rider when I won my championships, but I think it's all all mental and yep. yeah. Yep. But you mentally you were stronger than everyone yeah. else out there, yeah. Did you right you said you raced up here? Yeah, for a short time. Did you so did you we um interviewed young Jaden? Yep. A little while back. He's yeah, all, he's Jaden O'Connor. He's probably my best mate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Emu. 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 So <laughs> Um, did you ever race Jaden? You ever yep. raced against him? Yeah, the titles up here. Yeah, and you got the better of him. Smoked him. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is your age? Uh, uh, what about Leo? Leo, a bit older. Yeah, he was he was in seniors when I come up here. Yeah. Jake, I raced Jake Coleman. Coleman, Hayden, yeah. Well, I was on the phone to Jake Tommy Coleman Benner. today. He wanted me to try and go out somewhere and see some secret goose shooting spot. But yeah, race race a few of those lads up here. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. So, if you, what did you say? You weren't necessarily the quickest bloke up here, but you had the mental edge, maybe? Yeah, I reckon. But if you're beating dudes like that, then, yeah, you're pretty quick. Yeah, oh. I'd say you're pretty quick. <laughs> I'd say you're pretty quick. Them, yeah. boy, them boys can push a cycle They can around. pedal pretty well. Yeah. Jake, Jake Coleman can definitely push one around, we know. Yeah. yeah. Jake. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, Liam's about, Liam, well, she's about your age too, maybe yeah, a year or two older. Yeah, I raced him. I think for a year up here in yep. seniors. Yeah. How'd you go? Yeah, I could hole shot him, but then he just blow past me. Incredible, yep. hey. It's, it's he no can, match, he can, you know. He, like, he can yeah. hold speed where people can't. It's unreal. Like, you see that. You it's see like that, he's not trying. Yeah, it's just the next level, you know. And yeah. You see him when he goes over to, when he's racing MXD. He had, had a good round at Coolum, but he was sort of running mid-pack or top 10. Yeah. yeah. And you go, geez, there's... What is it? They've got three classes there. There's probably hundred odd blokes that are that quick mm. here in yeah. Australia. It's yeah. Like population, mate. We've, I remember we've, we've got a very small population up here. We've got yeah. a very so we do. I think the territory does really well. You know, for for hundred, yeah, two hundred thousand so. people, yeah. whatever, two hundred fifty, hundred, whatever we've got up here to have people that we still. And you know, like we might be, you know, like how many people live in Victoria and Melbourne? But like, but, but for six, Melbourne, seven, five mil, seven. five mil. Man, that's a big people to yeah, but how many? A lot, that's a lot of people to choose from. How many tracks? Like, so say if you were based in Melbourne, you could probably ride ten tracks within an hour. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and, here, ride, and like that's literally tracks, ride parks, everything. It's going. That, that's off what I mean, there, mate. man. I yeah. mean, for what for what we have up we, here, I reckon the the territory team does. Yeah, we do well. Of course, we do well. Yeah, yeah, we did. Like, and we and we do. Yeah, um, and none of them are riding hungover. <laughs> <laughs> we all ride hungover Very Very hungover yeah. I think that's just a motocross thing though Yeah ah. Yeah well Rossi doesn't drive hungover You know like we know you're a lot more responsible than that mate But tell So going on this Training for, for a car driver I mean we, we've talked about it a lot with our um, Our podcast with the, the guys that um, 
desert racing, r- and desert racing, yeah. and and the motocross style. But car racing, mate, like you, you're definitely young, fit-looking bloke. That's for sure. But uh, is that just because you're 21, or is that because you're putting the hard work in? I think a bit of bit of both. Yep. But um, it's it's a bit different. Like in car racing, you really got to focus on your core. Yep. And just yep, being stable in the car because remember you got your legs up. You've got to do a lot with your legs, heel and toe, yep. brake pressure. Yep. And you do feel it after a day in the car. Yeah. Um, and then the temperatures getting up around fifty, sixty degrees, like. We don't have ice vests. You we don't, don't have, have them in the in we, the car. No. no, we don't have helmet fans. Do they? No aircon. Well, <laughs> funny enough, <laughs> they do have an aircon in them. Yeah. But because the series is that tight, I run heater flat out, pointing towards the back of the car. Is that trying to draw as much heat away from the motor yep. as you can? Yeah, just yep. for any horsepower, because they, you do notice that the inlet, you have got an inlet temperature gauge on your um, yep. on your dash there. And if it's hotter, you do notice. Yeah, 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 you would. Yeah. That you reminds would. me of when I was a young bloke driving around in my old VH Commodore. To turn the heat. <laughs> VH. Because <laughs> the temperature would start, you'd be caught in traffic in Melbourne and the temperature would go up. So you'd have to turn, it'll be summer, you'd have to turn the heater on and bring the temperature gauge back yeah. down. <laughs> or like, like really old horse powered cars like we used to drive around. And if you go to pass someone, you've got to turn the air con off yeah. to get more horsepower to go round. Like, Jesus Christ. So yeah, we are. So, um, yeah, right. So you're drawing, that's how. Mm, that's in, cool. That's anything, cool to anything, hear, you know, like we know nothing do, yeah. about that and that's. That's cool to hear. I'm like there's I'm little sure things in every motorsport that uh, are, are the little winners, and eh? yeah, I'm sure in other categories they don't have to do that. But yeah. just in such a tight category, yeah, like yeah. sure. In my opinion, you've got Toyota 86s, Porsches, and supercars, and that's the three most competitive categories yeah. in Australia. Yeah, just because yeah. how tight it is, you got to find yeah. you got to find a gain anywhere you can. Any, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Any, any little option that you've got that might yeah. be able to give you that little bit more of a step up, and okay. whether it be so you're using all your power. As yeah. much as you can. Yeah. Righto. So whether it be turning that turning that heater on flat out and it's definitely not comfortable like after Sandown's race. It was actually a really nice weather in Melbourne. It was about twenty four degrees and um yeah, there's people having to go on drips after the race and stuff and yeah. It, Everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, it they're does. All, they're all trying to find the edge. It yep. does yep. get the better of you and obviously the windows are up for any aero yeah. advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think it's Training wise, I just think it's about keeping your heart rate elevated for as long as possible. Obviously, yep. doing a lot of cardio and run, run like running, running or, or cy- cycling or so on. I, I enjoy running, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so over the, over the off season up here, I actually play a lot of AFL footy. Yep. And I think that's really beneficial. Obviously, running, even the biggest thing would be the decision making, like having to make those split second decisions, keeping that's your good mind to hear. sharp. Yep. And yep. that's. I've done that my whole career, whether it be motocross, car racing, and I think that's something that actually no, that's fair is point. pretty beneficial there. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, yeah, probably something we don't talk about enough, is it? Like quick decision making in motorsport. Oh, and, yeah. and, and all of it, and, and and the fatigue that that causes on your yeah. on your mind and your eyesight and all that sort of stuff. E- like even what, yeah, your reaction times. Even you're talking about um, you know going into a total different field, but. But but drag racing, you know them them guys make minuscule. Yeah, minute inputs, steering yeah. inputs, in yeah, just like that. Like you know, I mean, what do they go down the track? The top fuels go down four in seconds, like four yeah. seconds. You know, mm. at however many, um, four hundred k an hour, or something ridiculous. And and you know, like they are doing, 
they're doing that in their in their um, split times off the mm. the lights are just it's a difference, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, and. Getting back to the training point, we also do a lot of sim work on like a simulator. Yeah, I was about oh, to start bringing that up. Yeah. Do you actually bring up the simulations of the tracks you're going to be driving so then you can remember corners and... If, if I can, yep. I will. Like not all the uh, yep. not all the tracks here in Australia are laser scanned and whatnot. Yep. But um, yeah, I just think obviously learning tracks, even if they're not identical, you try hit your braking markers, you try just get a nice understanding because yep. you cannot waste any time in the no. practice sessions once you get yep. there. It's not like going in for it, going, like borrowing mum's XL and going to Macca's and going and getting something like that there and saying, oh, I can, yeah, I can corner hard doing that shit. Like yeah. you've got to actually be able to practice what the car's going to be doing. And I was going to say, is it simulator work? Do you, do you hire out the tracks for a couple of hours? Or Well, usually, and this is where it starts getting difficult because... All of the guys I race against, minus maybe three of the 35-car field, yeah. are doing test days beforehand. Yeah. And that's just something we can't afford. Like, yeah. I run 100% off sponsors. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're getting test days and they're pretty much doing it for a job. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are funded from pretty, pretty well-off families. So, they get to go around and, yeah, drive cars all week. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah so once we get there... Obviously, we try to do as much sim work as we can, familiarise ourselves with the track, take notes, whatever. Is the simulator based as close as it can be to your car's handling, power, speed, the whole lot, or is it just sort of ballpark? Ballpark. Yeah. I could definitely run a lot better equipment on my sim, yep. but the money people are spending on sims yeah. is just yeah yeah like it's it. it's, it's, just, income. Yeah. it's, it's like it's, it's something that can yeah. we talk about what it's worth because i've got no idea no nah, and that's I what i was, I I was gonna, I was gonna that's, that's what i was gonna touch on next like it's amazing hearing what rossi's saying now just about trying to get the simulator as close as what it can to his car yeah what's the so you're running what is you it don't, is don't, it no nah, just ballpark figure you haven't got yeah. to give us but so you're running a simulator that's is that mid range or is it lower end or higher? If you end? feel more comfortable, nah. we're happy to talk about the money that you'd like to have nah, by nah, the I'll, top line. I'm happy talking about money. Yeah, but um, yeah, the sim I reckon will be worth about three and a half grand. Yeah, yeah, and then people are spending. I'd say mid range is about six. Yeah, yeah, yep. and then I know some of my mates who are racing Porsches and stuff. They're spending fifteen, twenty grand on Holy a sim. Holy shit. I've got no yeah. idea about that stuff. Yeah, no, that's it's fine. You buy anyway. a brand new three fifty for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You're just dying to throw that in there, weren't you? <laughs> I was waiting for the dollar tune, mate. Yeah, because opportune. the dollar signs were going up, oh, and, I, and I was thinking Mick's going to throw in a three fifty call. He's just made my day. Yeah, he's going to throw a three fifty call in here. Kill it with the call of the day. That's when you need your button. Didn't work. <laughs> Hang on, ready? That's better. Oh God! <laughs> That's nice to have me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, fair income. Mm. Yeah, but but what like um, what an opportunity to to gain skills as well while you're not actually in the car. Um, a big outlay at the start. Yeah, but. Not costing you a cent once exactly, you're in there. You yeah. know, like you, you're sitting at home and it's not costing you a cent by the time you're going around, you know. And especially pretty much the only opportunity you get to practice is test days. Yep. And obviously you need a mechanic, transport the car, engineer, flights, yep. accommodation. 
Man, and all that test, stuff. Day, test days are pricey, mate. Yeah. How much does it cost you roughly for a test day? It it differs a lot, but I'd say anywhere between. Well, most of our test days are on the east coast, so yep. let's say three tracks we'll test at: Queensland Raceway, Winton, or Sydney Motorsport Park. I'd say roughly three to seven grand. Mm. It's it de- an expensive de- day. Yeah, it sort of depends who you yeah. who you're running with, what team you're running with, and yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it's good, mate. Uh, I mean, you know, I think we give you credit here because, you know, you 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 you're chasing the sponsors. Mm. You, you're still making it work. You you know you're passionate about it. It's good to see, it. and we can only hope that, um, you know, one of them other companies pick you up, and and hopefully you can be a full time driver for them, mate. And then you're the bloke talking about, um, you know, doing it for a job. Mm. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's definitely something I really. That's what I'm striving to do. Make it yeah. a make it a job for myself, and yep. slowly as I'm starting to get a little bit more exposure here and there, and putting myself out there, we are getting a lot more partners on board. Yep. But yeah, we're step dif- blah, blah, blah. definitely still chasing the uh, scraping together the money and chasing the yeah. sponsors. Have you got many local Darwin top end <laughs> sponsors um, that like? I think he. I think you might have rounded a couple up this morning, or not. I did have a few meetings this morning. Yeah, like I, I can't can't say much at the moment. Okay, no, 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 no. But are you finding now that because the the racing is so close and it's starting to get a bit more exposure, as in it's starting to get a lot more known, that there's it's starting to get a little bit easier to get sponsors coming on board, or are they still trying to chase? I think I think it's still really difficult, but something that I thought I think I took advantage of in the first year, or took yep. for granted, I should say, was. I thought sponsors were going to come and come to find you. me. Yeah. Even though I was putting myself out there. Yeah. But there's something that, yeah, I um. That's that's the that's definitely the hardest part of racing is, just finding ways to create value in sponsors. Yeah. Like, I think something that really hurts us is Speedway up here. Yeah. Because, yep. a lot of them are going out, like flooding every single business up here. But they're not giving anything back to their sponsors. Yep. Mm. And so I'll go to go to a joint and they'll go, oh, no, nah, we've done it before. We've done it with Speedway. I've been burnt. Yeah. And you sort of have to rekindle their relationship with yeah, sponsoring yeah. people yep. and, like, say, this is what I can give you. Sh- yeah. yeah. And that's... It's a bit of a shame. Creating a bit of value, you know, like... Yep. But, yeah, showing them that you can actually try and give something mm. back. We, our last podcast was with Taylor and she said the same thing. It's like she's coaching um, Taylor... Uh, Maurice, Tell Maurice. Yeah. and she, she said the same thing. It's coaching people on how to, like, you know, when you're when you're sponsored, like how to give back to your sponsorship as yeah. well. It's not just like I'm fast, so pay me this. It's about how do you, how do you give back, how to promote, how to how to be as a person because you are, I suppose, a face for that. Yeah, for, that brand. for sure. You're a representative. Of yeah, it. you're a representative yep. of that brand. Yeah. All of a sudden, so um, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and she coaches that as well. So yeah, and I've I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by a few like marketing professionals and yep. stuff, and yep. even guys that are in Porsches and in the second tier of supercars there that are really really good with sponsors, and they've sort of given me a few tips, and you sort of see how they go about things and how yep. they just have to hustle hustle anything, and yeah, yeah, mm, yep, and it's just all creating value, like. And have you've got oh, well, everyone sort of does, but have you got like? 
sort of two or three different tiers of sponsors or you just you're just grabbing whichever ones you can or yeah i've got got five tiers of sponsors yep. so yep. every everything up pretty much from a 500 hundred dollar single event sponsor to a $25,000 season full sponsor. season yeah. on the door sponsor and yep. it is it is hard to correct value but I yeah. think we do a pretty good job yep. of it yep yeah no, yeah, that's good mate that's good you're getting are, after do, it are you doing any um sort of uh, what's the, what's the word? Influ- in, influencing I don't want to be known as an influencer <laughs> 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 no but I I definitely do try to um have you yeah. Social media is a thing that you sort of oh, you're trying to drum as much as you can. It's huge, yeah. and especially living up here. You haven't yeah. delved into OnlyFans. You haven't got an OnlyFans account yet. <laughs> not just yet, eh? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Mate, that other girl, you know, that other girl that raced cars, she's like on OnlyFans, and she's like, she said she went just went from a pauper to like racing. Well, she didn't she race like Corvettes or or, or Ferraris or some shit? And she's yeah, on OnlyFans. She's racing GT3s what's, and GT4s. Renee Gracie. Yeah, Renee, Renee Gracie. Gracie. Have you never you never thought about jumping onto OnlyFans and like? There's a market there, mate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Put, putting on a mankini backwards or something. I don't know if all the uh, <laughs> all of our um, friends over in the subcontinent over there would be as interested in <laughs> me getting more. Well, well, hey, well hey. actually, I, I, I'd beg to differ because I've been over there and I think there's a lot of them over there would be very interesting. <laughs> hey, if you sit nude on a 350, Mick will subscribe. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, and even. Well, Powerfish talked about this, like doing an OnlyFans. Yeah. Because there's still a, a huge market in the gay industry. Oh, you're going to... You, you probably sort of forget it, about Your it. money's going to be from the gay community. That's... It's but you don't, you don't think about it, do you? Like, oh, you know, I wonder no, what girls don't would think like about it. What, what, what Sheila's going to like it. But you actually don't think, oh, about that. Don't, think, don't even worry about that. Like, what about Valentino Rossi's... He's gay, isn't he? He's no. not gay. Come what? on, mate. It's my namesake. <laughs> <laughs> One of my mates always. He's got a missus. He's got a kid, mate. Has he? Yeah, yeah for PR. Oh, for PR. That's a PR stunt. But one of my mates always said, he goes, Oh, Rossi, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. Not you, Valentino, but he goes, He's gay, he's gay. And I'm like, He's got a girlfriend. He goes, Bullshit. So as soon as there's something come on social media, I can send it to him going, He's not gay, he's not gay, you know, because Rossi is my boy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a legend. I don't care if he's whatever. Do, do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever you want. With Mate, he only just dates. Have you seen the Sheilas he's got? He's just models. Yeah. The, oh, he's, he's though the last one left Robbie him Williams. for some F1 or Ferrari driver. He's, or he's got a missus now. She looks, she looks, I'd say, late 20s. So he's done well for himself. Yeah. But yeah, he's, she's mm. top notch, though. She's oh, always Robbie's at his races. Like That's 40, what I like about her. He's 44. Yeah. The one he had before, she never imagine, imagine being, never really was Imagine a, being my age and having a 29, 30 year old missus. That's crazy. How old are you there? 40, 43, really? Shit, I'm older than you. Yeah, and my missus is 30. Rossi here is just feeling like a, like High five. a, young, a young boy. <laughs> but yeah, getting getting back even to that Renee Gracie thing, like so it sort of it sort of shows the industry you're in as you're yep. car racing. Yeah, that she she was struggling for money. Like yep. she was she yeah. was sponsored by Harvey she Norman. Was backed. Mm, like she was backed early days. Like she had money there. Yeah, yeah, she was, but investor. it went off the it went yeah. off the perch. Yeah. It was Harvey she Norman about and Caltex yeah. money. That's what I mean. That's Cal, That's big. They're big players, man. They are, but they are just they're just investing in the car. Yeah. So let's okay. say Super Two about six hundred grand a year. Fuck. Um, and she had no money to live on. Yeah, because it was all tied up to the car. Yeah. 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 And that's something that now people, she's living large. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something people forget, like that. 
yes, you have a lot of sponsors on the car. You might be able to do a lot of stuff with your money to try try and improve your racing and whatnot. But a lot of these drivers out here that are doing this sponsorship for a living, they're, they're scraping it together. Yeah. yeah. I know um, you touched base earlier on the, the Speedway guys. Um, bit of a love-hate relationship there by the sounds of what you talked about, the sponsorship. But just going away from the sponsorship side of it, same as them guys, just trying to search for money to stay racing. Um, you know, we all know what them guys are just burning oodles and oodles of money just going around in circles, just trying to do exactly the same as you, Rossi, just just trying to get a result, just trying to prove to someone that, you know, and, and trying to get in a team where they're, uh, what would you say, a bit more looked after. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard world, isn't it? Like when you look at America and what looks like, um, you know, everyone just, like everyone can afford the, just the biggest and the baddest shit over there and, and we're over here and you're going to have an awesome job and you're still on the bones of your ass trying to, say, make this car go around in circles or on a track like yourself. Mm. Like, um, it's just a different world. I don't know, like how do, how do, we, how do we compare to the States? Like what does it have that we don't have? Like... How do they have the money? Cost of living. Spectators as well. How do they yeah. have the money in motorsport that we don't have? Yeah, spectators, cost of living. I think it's just proportionate to the population as yeah. well. Like, you reckon, mate? Yeah. Yep. Like NASCAR, the truck series and Xfinity, which are like the two lower levels of NASCAR there, where we've actually been pretty interested in going over there to try to do something with that. But like a Joe Gibbs Toyota ride in Xfinity is $7 million a year. Far that's that's out. 30 races and it's about 7 mil and it slowly goes down to let's say 40th place yep. and I think it's just just proportionate to their population because Hang no on a minute, hang on a minute So if 7 mil is the cost Yep, for a top ride or drive Hang on a minute Drive Oh, hold on Here we go Oh, hold seven on mil. Mr. Google here No, no, 7 mil for how many? 30, 30 races. races Yep you serious? Yep. That's insane. It's well, let's insane, say, let's mate. say that's, how, that's how much it's the backing they have over there. Mate, this is what I'm saying. That's one car. That's one car. This one. So, and despite it being seven, bo- 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 70 grand. Well, Mick, 70. Can we keep talking? Otherwise, like, <laughs> our, our listeners Divided are not going to know 30. that you're sitting here on your phone. No, it's 200. Trying to add up. That's what that what is. Two plus that's two that's equals. Yep. Right. What's a KDM three fifty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna throw it in somewhere. Uh, it's four, fourteen KDMs per race. That's <laughs> 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 oh, oh, just made my day again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no. <clears throat> Rossi, shit. if you ever just get rich and famous and like you just. Burning dollar notes. Can you please buy, buy him a three fifty? It'd be my pleasure, mate. Yeah. <laughs> please buy, buy one for me, yourself, and my young bloke who you know, and we can all ride together. Beautiful. What? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so like, yeah, touching on the OnlyFans, I reckon that. Mick, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. I reckon whoa. that I reckon that Mick yeah. would subscribe to Betty, who's on Erebus. No, but I reckon we should Don't make up our own. There, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What about we, we make up it. our own? Only balls. Only balls. Nah, I love Betty. I, <laughs> I reckon, would win that. Do you, what do you think of her as a team owner? <laughs> I think she's great. Oh, yeah. I, I think <clears throat> Barry Ryan, the team manager, yep. he gets a bad rap. Yeah, same. Yeah. And same. I, yeah, you, you go through all the comments on 
on Facebook, supercars, and there's a lot of people, obviously, you get in supercross and whatever, whatever sport, there's a lot of people voicing their opinions that aren't Always, actually mate. involved. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like once you're, once you're involved and you know sort of the personalities, you get to know who's, who's good, who's bad, and yep. I think Barry Ryan's a great, great yeah. team manager. Oh, look, ever since she really got going with her Erebus team, and like real, and you see what she owns Westfield. Yeah. Yep. And this Where having this person, from. she's she's passionate about a motorsport, and she's back to herself the whole way. And she's like, righty, I'm going to invest in it. Like I honestly believe that that's something that she's put her money where her mouth is, and just gone righty, and I'll make a team my own. Like, if you had the opportunity, would you like to be able to be sort of teamed up with someone like that who has their own private team instead of being backed by a corporate? like as in a mobile or a shell or something like that there, how do you reckon that it differs and would you be interested in doing sort of like a private team? 100%. Yeah. I think you get those team owners like Betty and they just, the corporate teams are great and whatnot, yep. Yep. but I think those private teams like that just strive for success a little bit a little well, bit greater yeah. than anyone just else. Just to, pr to prove a point. Mm. And yeah. you see yeah. it. Do you think you'd, you, in a private team like that, you'd have a little bit more input? It would be taken on board more yeah, than a big sure. corporate team? Yeah. Like they'd you be listened to a little bit more as well. Yeah, you, you always see it in every motorsport, like whether it's Red Bull Holden here, Repsol, Honda, KDM. Yeah. A lot of them, those big teams, they just plug and play riders. Like yeah. They'll just plug a rider in yeah. until he hurts himself. A little bit like Mark Marquez. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, whereas those teams like Erebus, they're investing in their drivers like yeah. Will Brown, yeah. Brody Kostecki. Yeah. Young guns, yeah, small team, and they're they're well overachieving. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They've propped them up. They've done a good job. They've found them like when they're starting to come through young, and then they've yep. put all that investment into them. And that's sort of got a lot to do with Image Racing as well, which is the Super Two team for Erebus with yep. Terry Wyhoon. Yep, and he's he's really good at developing talent. And yeah, he he's, he's actually from uh, where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. Oscar racer. Yeah. Then yeah. he went to NASCAR for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, he was actually lived probably 500 metres from ter from Terry's workshop. Yeah, my, my old man painted cars for him when, oh, he, really? when he was racing NASCAR in Japan. Yeah. Mick taught him how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, Terry, Terry was a lot older than me. But, yeah, my... Um, <laughs> Mick tried to convince actually, him. Actually, it was actually... <laughs> <laughs> my uncle was in his pit crew for Oscar. That's cool, ass. Yeah. So my uncle Graham was one of his... Uh, pit crew when he was racing Oscar. Yeah, I wish I wish I could have yeah. raced at the Calder Park Thunderdome. Yeah, mm. it's all yeah, shut down now. Yeah, old Calder Park, yeah, mate. There's, yeah. there's been talks. Uh, I was making too much noise for all yep. the pussies that decided to build a yeah, fucking house near a raceway. Well, they were like, complaining about they complaining the, the about Calder, <laughs> and then they complained <laughs> about the roadhouse that that the BP that's right across the road yeah. from it because all the yep. trucks were having with their refrigeration units. Yeah, that was all paddocks. Mm. And everyone decided to build right next to a, a like speedway drag strip, and the servo on yeah. the on the on, on the inbound. Yeah. Nah, let's make a complaint. You yeah. should. If you think that's bad, you should see Sandown. Have you been True. to Sandown? Nah, nah. Oh, I've oh, been to years, Sandown years ago. Yeah, years Mate, ago. We are we're in the pit garages along the fence there, and we're probably seventy odd meters away from odd, maybe fifty meters away from. We're warming our cars up. And there's houses. Yeah. It's unreal, like... Yeah, but I reckon, like, I, I don't know, like, Sandown's I'd, there a long time, I reckon. We'd I'd, love it. Yeah, we'd love sure. it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think they love it, too. Like, they'd be racers. I'm pretty sure it's been there since the sure. 60s. Yeah. So. They'd, they'd be racers. have to love it. 
you yeah. you would love hearing that oh. noise. Like I, I could know. live on a I could live on a river and just listen to ski boats. Ski boats, oh. yeah. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> like that. Just mate. Yeah. 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 I had a ski boat go past when I was getting married on the river and my missus just looking at me smiling, just like knew <laughs> I was in heaven. Just, you, <laughs> you weren't even thinking about Miranda. <laughs> no, I wasn't at the time. <laughs> thinking about skateboarding. Almost forgot what I was supposed to be saying, you know, <laughs> doing the vows. Because it's just like... What do I say now? <laughs> so, you know, like everyone's got their thing. Yeah. Don't ever, I, don't buy mate, houses. I could live, I could live, I could live on Phillip Island and listen to... Don't, yeah, don't yeah, buy houses near airports or racetracks and think that you're going to... Uh, no. Leave them alone. That's it. Yeah. Uh, spent, Unless spent you like the sound of jet airplanes and race engines, yeah. Just and if you do, then do it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. If you've got off. if you've got a fetish for seven four sevens coming in all night, yeah. I mean, no, people you can, that do, man. You can yeah, train. Trains. What about the dudes that are into trains? Uh, have you seen old mate? Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh man, I've never seen. Him. That's hilarious, but <laughs> but good on him. Yeah. You know? That's what. Yeah. Uh, that's what blows his hair back. Good on him. Yeah. It's a three-seven-two. Like, it's coming in now. <laughs> <laughs> That's me with two strokes. <laughs> we're um, we're out here in the do though, and I just got to listen to them ospreys and that all all night. Yeah. Boop, 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 like just shake this shit out of this house. And I Man. said it the other day. I was like, um, I one of Miranda's friends come up from Caratha for a visit, and it was a brother. Sorry, from. Uh, down in Melbourne, and I'm like, oh, wait, do you hear the helicopters come over the old army and that? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyways, got out the next morning, and he's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, mate, I grew up under sleeping under pool tables at football clubs. I bet you did. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love going to sleep with cold chisel playing for my neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like if cold chisel's cranking somewhere. I stayed, so I went one night talking about uh, noise and stuff like that. First year I went down to Wildwood and Steve, who owns the tracks, is like, you come down and camp the night before, it's easy. That way you can just get up in the morning, we'll cook you bacon and eggs for breakfast, the whole lot. Does any of you know whereabouts Wildwood is? No. no. It is direct, Tullamarine. directly under the fucking flight path. I just know it belongs in your heart, Tullam- rookie. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I, like I'd go and throw my bike down those hills. Wildwood is to you what a 350 is to me. To, to kill it. Yeah, to kill yeah. it. He, he yeah. loves it. But it's directly under the flight path. So nowhere at Tullamarine where they have the actual spot where people can park yeah. and watch the planes. It's stone's throw from there. So here you are in a swag trying to sleep. And there's another 30 seconds, another one all night. That's not the coolest place to sleep. I can rest assured you that. I think I got about two and a half hours broken sleep for the whole night. And you still won, didn't you? No, nah, I rode shit ass that year. I reckon, I reckon I can better that. Okay. Oh, we've uh, we've come in from a big night at the twelve hour Bathurst twelve hours on, and we've raced on the Saturday. Yep. So we've uh, we've rocked up for the start of the twelve hour. Got about oh, I think we've got out of the the mad cow at Bathurst there for the ox, <laughs> <laughs> and we've gone straight to the track. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we've finished all our racing, obviously, but yeah, yeah, we've, uh, yeah. we've had a we've had a sleep on the hill yeah. there. Yeah, as the start of the twelve hours, all yep. the GT cars, Ferraris, Lambos into the chase there. The yeah. end of the straight had a bit of a kip there. Just uh, yeah, no, I I don't really remember doing many of them all nighters because uh, I'm renowned for falling asleep at about seven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and melt a pair of soles <coughs> off your boots, remember? I did do it one time when I was an apprentice and I just walked straight out of the nightclub, just boys picked us up on the way back to work and my, changed my, me clothes and my went back to work. My mum always said it was the hours before midnight that counts. So It's the, the hours, hours before, before midnight. When you're sleeping. The hours of sleep you get before midnight that counts. Fuck. So get to bed early. What, and then just get up early and just charge up? The, the last time I saw Perks put in a hard effort, we were down at Alice and... Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll see if I can find a photo and I'll show you, Rossi. It's, it, the fire was that hot. What happened, Perks? Oh, I just burnt the soles clean off my bloody boots. <laughs> I was at Fink and I fall asleep like I always do. But I mean, you know, it's easy for someone to say, oh, you fall asleep, but I probably had about 20 more cans. There was, there, there was the a few I more beers consumed than what I, or I had. But And then, uh, yeah, and then I fell asleep beside the fire on these... I bought these good deck chairs many moons ago and the worst part about them is they're so comfy I fall asleep. And then I had to be feet too close and look at the soles just coming. <laughs> and then... You're joking. So yeah, you sacrifice nah. them to the desert gods. Yeah. Desert gods, mate. One of my mates, um, Ben O'Hurrigan, we always said, you know, once the soles come off, like they, we've got to burn the boots. So we've done the burning of the boots. Yep. And I've got, a, I've got another set now, so... They've been broken in. Yeah, give them a run now. You can never have too many pairs of boots. No, I don't even know where mine are. I like my boots, so. Yeah, I used to run Red Wings, and then I went on to Wranglers and Ariats. You got any boots? No, I can't say I do. I'll have to change that. You need to get some, Rossi. Yeah. Well, I'm, depends who you ask, but I'm named after a set of boots, so I probably should... Uh... That's right. We're named after namesake Mate. motorbike rider, a pair of work boots. Mate, have you... If you actually approach Rossi, Rossi to boots. sponsor you, you have, and it didn't work. I haven't actually. Yeah, no, that, there you go. We're on to something. We are. We yep. are. Yep. Hey. I can't believe I haven't approached them. <laughs> no, you have approached everyone. No, no, no. No, no, no. You just haven't thought of it. Hey, Mick, we just told Rossi, have you approached Rossi Boots to sponsor you? Rossi Boots. Rossi Boots. Yeah, and he's has, he hasn't given it a thought. I reckon what I you could be is yourself. you could be the Toyota '86 Rossi-sponsored driver, like what Pricey is with Blundstone in trophy trucks. Now we're now we're getting somewhere. See, brainstorming, oh. mate. We start trophy trucks for sale, mate. If you want to is. give up the '86, yeah. Oh, is it over a million bucks or something like that for his truck? Yeah, nah. So, so actually, um, let's just. Back on the uh, yeah, we got to get back your, on your yeah. your racing scene. What what is the end goal for you, Rossi? What's the what like, would you ultimately we, like to do without sitting there and go? I oh, I want to race F ones like Ricardo. Like or would it be F ones? No, you got you got to be realistic, and to get to F one, you got to have about ten mil in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the goal for us will probably be Porsche Carrera Cup. Yep. 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 Or Super 2, which is the second tier of supercars. Yep. And, yeah, pretty much just to, just to sustain a career in car racing as long as we can. Yep. yep. Like, got to be realistic. It won't last forever. No. But, yeah, I want to oh, do man, it good as, on long, you. as yeah. long as I can. And, yeah, hopefully we can get some championships. Yeah. Mate, the hardest thing, in, and, and like you said, in the in the world that you <laughs> that you're racing, it, it's like toothpicks between you. It's really hard to... Show you your capability um, in a field that's so close. Like I mean, we see it in you see it in uh, Moto One 
in the in the bikes, you know, one person gets a slipstream, next minute he wins, he's a champion. Mm. Like, mm. it's not so much he's a champion, he just got that slipstream at the right point on the last lap. Yeah, and it, yeah, Moto Three, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Moto Three, yeah. sorry. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you're probably in that same scenario. Like, yeah. got all the same ability as the blokes that are winning the race. It's just having your day. Yeah, that that's exactly it. And we feel most comfortable at Bathurst, and so hopefully we can make something happen Sweet. there. But yeah. yeah, it unfortunately just comes down to track time and how 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 much you're in the car. So yep. So with going back on to practicing and training and stuff like that, have you got your sim for Bathurst? I do. You do. Cool. And are you going to actually get any track time down there before the race? So we have two 20-minute practice sessions, then a 20-minute quali. Yep. And then we're straight into the races. Cool. Yep. So it's we always do the best at tracks where you can't test at. Yeah. Just because we can't test, obviously. Being a street circuit, so Townsville and Bathurst, street circuits. Sydney, we're a little bit off the pace. Sandown. We're there or thereabouts, but yeah, we definitely we're definitely much quicker at the tracks where you can't test all year at. Yeah. Ha- have you ever thought about just buying like an old hack and just going down there at night, like at one or two in the morning, and just like <laughs> just putting fake number plates on and yeah, just boosting and just it, just like hawking, <laughs> just like proper like Mexican hoon cartel style, <laughs> just going down and buying a um like an old Subaru in like, nah, like a VL Turbo, nah, uh, su- a Subaru letting the lesbians chase you around. <laughs> I already got one, mate. <laughs> Have you? 86. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, nah, I've got an AU Falcon. Hey, hey. Oh. You can't oh, yeah. bullshit. Yes. Have you? Yeah. You cannot yeah. spell oh. beautiful without AU. Wow. Yeah. You also That's can't right. spell Australia without That's AU. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Is it a Futura? Nah, it's a Tickford 6. Oh, right. Six is proper. Sam, Sam's got a Tickford 6. I know. Yeah. He's got the Fairlane. Yeah? Yeah. Beautiful. He's getting rid of it. Silly him. There you go. Silly He's going to give it away. No good, mate. Yeah. I might have to take it off his hands. Yeah. Well, get in touch with him. You know where he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tickford six, mate. Yeah. Rossi, like, um, we just talked about it there. Like, your, your progression uh, for the future. Is there is there a timeline to try and get in the, you know, the uh, the Porsche stuff, mate? Um are we talking a two-year thing, a five-year thing, a ten-year thing? Have you got anything in mind? I know it's money and I know it's opportunity, but have you got anything in mind that you, you know? I honestly think I'll have to make, I'll have to start making it happen in the next year or two. Yep. I'd love to be in Porsches, let's say, four or five years. Yep. But obviously there's steps to that. Like, I'm not sure what we're going we're gonna to do next year. Yep. So, um... There, the eighty sixes are moving to a new shape of eighty six. Oh, so um, righto. It's all all pretty much up in the air what we're what we're gonna do next year. I might might try sell the car at the moment. Yep. Try get decent decent dollar for it while it's still current. Current. Yeah, why not, mate? Yeah. And um, yeah. So we might even look at Aussie racing cars. You know those little yeah Aussie cars. Yeah. Yeah. One of the mate, they look work with he they used look to race cool. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So they what are, are they? They are a higher bus, a thirteen hundred. Uh, Yamaha thirteen hundred. Yeah. Sick. Hey. A, look, and they have the little car, like the shapes, like yeah. I love them. I, yeah. I reckon yeah. they look cool. Eh? So yeah. One of the blokes I used to work with, he had one, and he got sponsored by the, the mob we were working for, one of the mining companies, and it was mint as. Yeah. yeah. I actually like them Hyundai XLs when you know, they race can, them. You know, they go hard. I've been racing them. 
Mate, they go there, hard. Yeah. You know, cool. bro, you know Graham at work uh, up on the STG3? From Tam? No. Anyway, he's into, right into his Aussie racing cars. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, nah. We've been doing a little bit of XL racing up here. Mate, yeah. I think the XLs are cool. And, yeah. and same thing, right? Like, um, is there a Getz, limited is there a Getz racing club? Because not, like, not yet. Not yet. Because Perks is like, mate, man, you, Perks is like. Rossi probably doesn't know I own three Getzes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed heads and I've done You're cams. And a- any, any chance of ever getting back into bikes? Yeah. Yep. Like maybe even not racing, but just socially riding a little bit and maybe some local comps up here, Rossi. Like yeah, I'll, I want to have a give crack. Give Jaden a bit of a, now that he's won nah, the Campari, nah. what do you, how do you think he'd go? <laughs> he's too big time for me now, mate. Is he? I'll, I'll be lucky to get a call off him. <laughs> 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 no, I was out with him last night. <laughs> <laughs> till, till what time? Uh, in bed early, mate. Yeah, so it's all the hours before midnight. Of course. It's all the hours before midnight. No, he was Need in bed early sleep. because he had to talk to the sponsors this morning. So That's he's it. very responsible. That's it. But yeah, we um, I'm gonna try jump back on the bike over Christmas. It's yeah. actually up for sale at the moment. What do you got now? Uh, 2019 252 stroke. Yep. Um, gonna sell yeah. it for 350. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> so, if anyone listening to the pod. What's <laughs> a buy? It's up for sale. Yeah, righty. Minus oh, well. the cone valves. <laughs> Minus the cone valves. Ooh. <laughs> Oi. How much are the cone valves? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, 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 haven't taken that into consideration. I didn't realise she had a set of cone valves there. All right. Well, and she's got a track know. shock on her. Everything's Oi. for sale. If the right price. Rossi Johnson Racing, everything must go sale. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> everything must go. Yeah, yeah. so, um, but. Next year, I want to try race as many things as I can. Yeah. Like even if that means, if we have, if we have a little bit more budget than, yep. we need, I'd love to try wa- race a wingless sprint car up here. Yeah. Just to just to uh, look after the sponsors a little bit more. Like get them out yep. there a bit more. Yeah, it's yep. it's definitely hard when you're chasing local sponsors and you don't actually race up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we yep. do some we do some local Excel stuff, but there's not much and um. Yeah, I think if we ran a wingless sprint car, like the exposure on that's huge. Yeah, you yeah. See the yeah. crowds they get get down to Northline there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, that would be a good. What would you do? Would you borrow a car, or would you try and source a cheap one, or what would you try and do just to get a bit more exposure? I'm not really sure at this point. We, I've I've always been looking um, through Facebook for some decent cars, yeah. decent winglesses, but um, I'd love to try borrow one or lease one or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a big commitment. To oh, make. it is, of course, of course. If it gives you more opportunity to get, um, like, yeah, to more exposure for your sponsorship, that's like yeah, hundred percent. Might be a good investment as well, though. Yeah, Rossi, I don't know if you, um, if you seen my, probably not, mate. No, I think we're mates, aren't we? Facebook, we are, mate. Did you uh, see we're my, mate. Are you actually friends? Did you see my? Never um, met this bloke before. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I haven't. Did you see my post, mate? I got the uh, I got the opportunity a few years ago. I think it was four years ago now to um, drive one of my mate um, Trev Jolly's uh, wingless sprint cars. Yeah. yeah. On a come and try day that they used to do in Caratha. Yep. And it was so much fun. Like I um. I fucking shoot myself the whole <laughs> time. Like you know when you you. you I suppose, you know, I've always, my dad used to race rally cars. I had rally tracks. My dad had rally cars for us and shit. And just when you put that wall right there. Yeah. 
and you've got so much track, but you just sit there and think, like, if I muck up here, I'm in the wall, you know, and, and you're a long way from it. But, oh, man, my arms blew up that much. I couldn't feel the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I've never had arm pump like that. And I really wanted um, – I was on night shift at the time, so I had to start late just to go and, and do this speedway night. And um, I really wish I had got the opportunity to just do one more session just, so, yeah. you know, once the arm pump goes up and dies down a bit and – you got the feel for it, but man, if you, it, it was it was so cool. Like, and that's yeah, um, that's something that like it's hard to trick your brain into going. It's all right to be next to that wall, mm. and even racing on a street circuit, that's something that takes people by surprise. Like, if you don't come out of the weekend with your mirrors, you're brushed up against. Yeah, with yeah. concrete down the side of your mirrors, you you're haven't done a good enough job. You're not using yeah. the track, yeah. and I think yep. that's very similar to Speedway, and that's something that I think you'd have to adjust your brain to yeah yeah i went and watched the um i went and watched the chariots um the other week and they're mental aren't they yeah <laughs> and, and and there was a few blokes i tried to organize a few blokes Dude, for um cars are like mate powered away right that's next level man yeah yeah there's a there's a few people there and i tried to i tried to organize a, a couple of the speedway boys for for this podcast now um and a few of them were away and weren't able to do it um but Jesus Christ, like they were this one bloke, Hayden Brown. I remember he was. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good mates with Hayden. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I really like I I tried to get Hayden on this on on this actual podcast at the time because I was like I just wanted to explain to people like he just drove the freaking wheels off this mm. thing and made it to the A main. Mm. Yeah, three and, out of four nights. Yeah. And uh, so I could, I could only watch the last <laughs> night. Oh mate, the passes he was doing, mm. and he was just railing this thing. And um, you know, I know he's not a he's not a senior at the racing, the speedway. Um, but just to watch him, just for, for their budget, they they go above and beyond. Yeah, like they he, well overachieve. He was incredible. He actually, yeah, he messaged and said, oh, "I'm over in WA, supporting a team over there." Yeah, um, pit crewing. But um, yeah, man, it was so good to watch. I. I know um, Corey Jackson, he was a mate of mine and we're in the yep. grandstand with him at the time and he was like squealing. I think we're all squealing just because he was... Was, was that the B main where he, um, where he, I think he must have... I think he pretty much literally... Put a slider on the last corner. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was unreal. Yep. Yep. So he pretty much just put a slider on yeah. and um, and then made it into the A main on it and I think we are like schoolgirls up in the crowd just squealing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've never met Hayden Brown, but he's just an NT boy. Yeah, yep. and that's it. That's one thing that I suppose, you know, like, People listeners probably have always gathered, but when you're an NT boy, like you just stick by the NT people. That's it. So, That's exactly it. You know, love it. Yeah, I was I was going off. I was going berserk as well. Oh, last so quarter cool. pass, a- and he drove like a champion. Mm, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Um, I think he maybe have ended up twelfth. Yeah, something, looking at the final it's pretty, results, it's pretty one lined that track they had over the it's, weekend. Yeah, it, it trouble that uh, I've seen it um, when I was in Caratha. I used to watch it on on. Um, live streaming that and be texting Cork and that because he was always there. Yeah. Be texting him what's going on, like what's going on, what's going on. But it's always on the wall. And, yeah. and and you know, like you said earlier, like there's people that can drive to certain scenarios. And if if you come to Chariots of Thunder and you can't drive that thing on the wall, um, you're not going to do any, yeah, you're not exactly. going to do any good. Yeah. Um, it's just that kind of track. It it starts off good and everyone there's a top line and the a bottom line and then it ends up just being on the wall and if you can't ride it yeah 
you're no good. So uh, nah. it's, de- it's definitely crazy how much the track changes in Speedway, and like some nights you'll see it be very bottom lined. You don't see it all the time, but at Chariots it was especially very bottom lined, where they're dragging the brake, trying to get her turned, yeah, and struggling to get back to full throttle. And then other nights you see where it's just top, it's yeah, where they're just taking real fast lines the whole yeah, time. Yeah, and I think that's. Coming from an asphalt background, yeah, it's really cool to see. Like they have to yeah, the track changes. Yeah, they have yeah. to sort of um, adapt to it. Yeah, adapt and sort of gamble with the setup. Like, yeah. Do you see that in your world? Do you see that where the the rubber is on the outside of the track, and if you're slightly off the the line, especially um, street circuits, yeah, it's really really dusty. Like you go out, you'll go out for practice one at Townsville, and there'll be dust going everywhere. Yeah, the car will be covered in dust. When you get on the exit curbs, you'll have to make sure that steering wheel's straight. You'll probably have to get off the throttle a little bit because she'll just rotate. Yep. Then the track obviously grips up as the all the categories as it progresses. Go out. Yeah, it just keeps on block clean on the road. And yeah, if, you, if even if you go out after the Porsches, you notice a difference. Their Michelin rubbers, the stickers, stickiest. Ah. Yeah. And you'll notice a difference. So they're picking up more dirt and then carting it and sort of lock it. Or they're putting up, more grip on. on the track for you. Yeah. They're putting more grip on. Yep. So their rubbers providing grip for you. Yep. It's a Dunlop versus Michelin battle there, but yeah, 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 yeah. Michelin yeah. are definitely Unreal. laying down the yeah. stickiest rubber, yeah, and you can lean on it a little bit more. Cool for you guys. Yeah, like you must love going out after that when you yeah. when and you know you can rely on it a bit more. And you'll see like crazy times get thrown down if we're after the Porsches. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Oh, that's good. Never. All right, now, what sort of car do you currently drive? I currently drive a Land Cruiser 100 Series. There you go. Very flat. And what other car? So what was your first car? AU Falcon. Still AU. got it. See? Keep your first car. That's it. AU. Trying AU. to sell it as well. Everything must go sale. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. fun, funds are funds, aren't they? Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's right. I'd love, to, I'd love to keep everything, but yeah. Yeah. Times are tough. It's just, it's, it's interesting to see with what people, like, they drive... For example, like your 86, you got your race car and that. But then what you actually drive is a daily driver. So with the 100 Series, is it stock standard? Is it petrol or diesel or what's it go? Petrol V8, GXL. Chew uh, through ooh. the petrol. You got a bit of boogie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Loves the juice. Yeah. Good, good in the... Man, they, they're one of the best. They, they use them on Fraser all the time, don't they? Yeah. Like it's high cars because yeah. they're so good in the sand. Auto, yeah. like you just put, yeah. put down. It's, like, it's got oh. so much poke. Like you don't yeah. have to... You don't have to get a run up when you're trying to pass a road change or anything. It's just bang, on straight it. on yeah. the gas. Yep. I'd love to put an exhaust on it though. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got an exhaust on his V eight wagon. Yeah. And it sounds pretty mm. flash. Sounds pretty flash. Neighbours probably don't like it. Ah. Don't worry about the neighbours. But um yeah, no. I mean, have you ever been in a you ever drove in a on a track, Mick? As in a uh, on in a race car? Yeah. No, I race car no, I never have. Never. Have you, you ever don't done want like, it, If you don't want to V8 drive, yeah, I did rookie, one. So have I'd, you? Yeah, yeah. I was lucky enough years and years and years and years ago. This is like when in the BNS days, I won a Ute show in Yass, and uh, I got a um, the V8 experience. They get that was the, the prize was you get to go and do like a half day experience of driving the like a, a simulated sort of like a rip off V8 supercar. It was probably just a Commodore with lowered springs and a sticker kit on it, but got to have a go of one. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. It wasn't fast-paced and like... Did you, did you drive it or passenger? Yeah, yeah, no, I got to drive you it. Drive it. Um, so it was, it was half day and they showed you, like, the, you sat beside the bloke and 
they showed you some lines. Oh, fuck. Oh, look, I'm shit house at it. Mm. I, I could drive around paddocks and slide sideways, but I was never going to be a yeah. good driver. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not a real um, naturally gifted sports person. I'm not bad at most things, but I'm not good at anything. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you've got natural stuff. On, like you see you're natural on the bike. Underestimates yeah. himself. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd argue with that. But, um, I'd argue that every day of the week, Rookie. Yeah, oh, no, I appreciate that. But no, but no, so, and not, saying, not trying to be nice. I'd, I'd, yeah. yeah, I've seen you ride a bike, man, and without even trying or looking, you're still looking behind you and making sure people are right. You, yeah. You're, you, if you got it, you got it, and you've yeah. got it. You know but what I mean? My, um, my and, old and boy... Not, and that's just not from me. Like other people like Kaney, who we know. I mean, yeah. Brent, like, you obviously handy yeah. on... Yeah. yeah. But, but some, yeah. People can, some people can kick a footy. Yeah. Some people can steer things. Some people can ride a st- skateboard. Some people can throw a hockey, hockey yeah. stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think... I uh, sort of think, yeah. yeah. Throw a hockey you un- stick. <laughs> you, you are, yeah. You undersell yourself. Yeah. You, you no, definitely undersell yourself. No, it's all good. But no, it's, it's amazing though when... I had a go at it and seeing what – when I finished me half day riding the driving experience, the dude who was driving, he was only racing sort of like the reserve grade of the, the these drivers. And then what he did in the car, I was just like, yeah, I was going five cent, 50 cent with me freckle on the seat. I was <laughs> like, this can't go around this corner. And they were nothing compared to what the, the cars are doing now. Mm. And I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. It was just like – seeing this old, like the old dunger door just going around these corners and it's hanging on and I'm like, fucking hell, like there's a lot more to it than yeah. that. But yeah, I was lucky enough, sorry Perk, I was lucky enough to get that. Um, I probably wouldn't have ever had a go, but yeah, just um, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time with a old loud ute and they gave me it as a voucher because I won. Yep. But yeah, like seeing what used blokes do, Rossi, it's like I'm just blown away. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... Uh it's. I think it's a lot easier to get up to the, to get quick. But then that next, that next, yeah, to go to that next level, percent, yeah. it's like you have to study. We've got we go through data after every session, so we've got brake trace, throttle trace, G force, load on each wheel, suspension rate, you name it. We've got it. So with that there, so you you got a in theory like a data logger on the car. Yep. Do you? Then go, okay, the tyres... So do you ca- capture track... Oh, you're banging the elbows on the table. Do you ca- the track temperature, um, ambient temperature, tyre temperature? So do you monitor your tyre temperatures while you're driving? Uh, not so much, but the pressures will... You get a good so indication. Yeah, indication, yeah. yeah. So if you've got Bathurst lock last year, how it was wet. So you've got to set up for the wet. Did you have a, like, and the year before was sort of like a, an average sort of weather. Yep. So if you've got another average sort of weather, you've got data to be able to go off to be able to run what yeah, tyre pressures, what how to have your spring rates wound down for your coils, the whole lot. Yep, 100%. Cool. And yep. usually I like to drive the car with, with the rear jacked up and the front down. Yep. And it gives it a lot more rear steer. Like it's, it's a lot looser, but you have to be up on the wheel like that. Otherwise yep. you'll lose it. But then in the wet, you'll drop the rear... To try and get more Maybe traction to drive the Maybe even it. Yep. Yeah, and over the top of Bathurst, you don't. You want it a bit more stable. If it's yeah, yeah, so, yep. yeah. So locking the arse down yeah, a lot it's more. it's exactly the same as motocross, and that's something that everyone can, like, you can take a lot of things out of motocross and put them into car racing and vice versa, like opening up the corners, whatnot. Yeah. It's just a motocross thing. If you want the, if you do, if you want the uh, bike to turn in a tight corner, you've got to get up the front. 
you gotta yeah. you gotta transfer the weight. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And exactly the same with setting up a car. If yep. you want that thing to turn, jack the rear up. Yep. Get a bit of rear steer in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. It's good to hear, eh? It's just it's like, ama- it's amazing because like I know so many people run data loggers with drag cars and stuff like that there and and seeing them how they have different setups with um, like tire pressures, run, whether they're gonna run four and a half or five pound in the rears, um, whether they're gonna run how much degrees in advance they're going to run. Because like, when the big fella was doing his car, and it was it was like a science trying to work it out what we were going to do, having it set up, what size pill they were going to have run for the fuel going back into the tank so then you could work out what you're going to be running with the pulley snout on the front with the temperature that was for that. Yeah. For, like, everything was... So he had, like... You'd go back through old slips to see what was actually... Yep. What was set up to get that same time. Mm, and that's that's definitely something we do, but like when we're setting up the car, and I'm so indecisive, so it takes me <laughs> ages to work out what I'm going to do. Yeah. But you're adding camber, or you, you're obviously limited to a maximum amount of camber, but when you add camber or whatnot, you have to complement it with maybe a little bit of toe. Yeah. Yeah. To get so the you car. do one, you got to do yeah. another. Yeah. Bit of toe out just to get the car initially turned into the corner. And then you've got obviously spring rates, front and rear. Mm. And then. Each corner of the car will work Different harder or easier, so you've yeah. got to obviously adjust setups and tyre pressures. And Do you find that when you're doing your, your – you've got your two 20 minutes of practice, that you're – yeah, you, do you get – oh, you said that you get indecisive, but do you find that you'll go in and go, rightio, I need to have the back stiffer straight away, or do you let yourself do a couple of laps first to see if it's okay, I'm waiting for my tyres to get a bit hotter first before I start making decisions – um, I'm going to take a couple of corners wider to see what it's going to do. Do you? How do you sort of practice or get yourself set up to start working out what you're going to do when you get back to the pits? Yeah, usually I'll um, for practice one. I'll probably just stay out there, take the track time. I don't necessarily try set any records a lot yep. in practice one. I just think getting that valuable track time. Yep. And then I'll uh, I'll look back at the footage. You can you can definitely see through the data in the car. Yep. what you're not doing right as a driver. Yep. And then I look at the onboard footage and you can see how the car's behaving. Maybe yep. it's not turning in as much, maybe getting a little bit too much understeer and then you can go, oh. So you're you're gathering as much information as you can through the onboard camera. Yep. So that way then you haven't got to try and be thinking as much on what you've got to do. 100%. But yeah, you, you do definitely see things in the car or feel them through the car as yep. you're going out for the session. But... In the first two practice sessions, I'm a big believer in track time. So yep. a lot of people do come in, make changes. Yeah, yeah. But you only get 20-minute session. And no, if well, someone yeah. red flags it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And that's, what, that's what happened to us in Sandown. We um, we put on new tyres for quali and uh, went out there. We got a bit stuffed around with just slower cars and stuff on our outlap. And, yeah, made a few mistakes. Come back in, bled the tyres, found some clean air. Went back out there, red flag. Oh, and that was yeah. our session over. So yeah. it was 28th in quality. Yeah. And yeah. sort of at a, at a track like Sandown, that <laughs> dictates you where there's not a, not much pass. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's hard to claw back from there. Yeah. There's not a lot of opportunities. Do you find that there's more or less opportunities for you passing than what there would be for the supercars? Uh, I think... Being that it's so close to the field... Yeah, like, is it restrictive, like, with the, the, the bigger cars? Like, they can sort of push up the inside a little bit more? Or do you... Yeah, you just I, push your I, way through. Yeah, you, thought, you sort of push your way through. But I think 
the supercars and stuff, there's a little bit more... You have to be a little bit more patient and get a good run out of the two corners onto the straights there. Yeah. And that will dictate on if you can pass the car in front. Yeah. With the 86s, you do have to do that. Yeah. And you've got to make sure you get a good good exit. But good everyone's runner, yeah. just so good mm. and just maximising those corners so much that even when you're in the slipstream, the car in front of you is in the slipstream and you're like... Do I? Don't I? It's a bit risky. <laughs> Just in case you lose that spot. Yeah, and yeah. So if you pull, if you pull out. Yeah, and you're and on the. And they dirt. whip in behind you, then mm. you're sort of boxed out. Unless you're on the, she's d- on the inside and run, but then there's a chance of of collision, I suppose. And yeah, and if you if you're going for a pass, especially at Sandown, you're on. You're obviously going down the inside. You're on the dirty side of the track. Yep. It's dirty there. Yep. There's marbles there. Yeah. And you can't break as late as yep. you have to. to yeah. Yeah. So it's like. When you're making all these moves, you got to think, what? How much toe am I in? How much slipstream am I in? How far back do I have to adjust my braking marker? Yeah. And then you got then you got to think, what side of the track am I going to be on? What's the grip level there? Yep. And then you might have to bring it back another five meters. And then you go, yeah, it's not really worth trying to put a yeah, move put on the there. Risk on, yeah. Because you're not going to be able to get up. Yep. Like someone yeah. someone did that to me in the final race, and sent me into the wall. It's like. Yeah, yeah, so they sent you trying to it's make the move, which is disappointing. Yeah. You know, and it's, then... And it's then intricate, sort of, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I was going to say, like is that racing when on the dirt. Like, racing on the dirt is like, yeah. Like, yeah, I was, it's, uh, it's, it's the same, you know. On the blacktop, I mean? though, it's, it's just yeah. markers. Like, yeah, it's I know, like, but it's all different. Like, if you've got a little bit of, a little bit of loose stuff on the blacktop, it's, it's the difference. Whereas, when we're, you know, for things on the dirt, it's just like, well, we're on the dirt. Yeah, the dirt, sure. Dirt. Mm. So when so you got put into the wall by someone else, another team. Yeah, you going to hit them up? Uh, I've uh, I used to have a bit of a hot head, but uh, I sort of I've been told otherwise, so I got to got to tune it down, and I just go up to the stewards and let them deal with it. They give them a penalty or yep. whatnot. I used to be a bit of a mongrel in motocross for that stuff, so yeah, I just sort of, and especially with a lot of teams there and whatnot, you don't want to make yourself look like a dickhead. No, well, no, you don't because that might be your next opportunity. Exactly, exactly. Right. and, and yeah. you never know. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about it's, professionalism. It's exactly, stage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not worth. Yeah. Um, no, if I had the money, if I had like the money, and someone sent me into the wall, I'd just walk up there and snot them. Yeah, yeah. That, I'll pay for my own race car the whole lot. But if, if you, put yeah, me it's all a money thing. But yeah, you know, I know that. I know. But I'd just be like, nah, you just wrecked me car, mate, just from being a dick you know. move. We're talking about the complete opposite here. We're no, that's me. That's me being... I'm not speaking on behalf of you. Don't <laughs> no, worry, Ross. That's me. We've just no. got Rossi where he's trying to, you know, yeah. get every dollar he can. Yeah, that's right. Race and that's, that's me. It. But, I, like, I just reckon that, yeah, being cool-headed oh. and just doing Trust the right me, thing. The blow-ups I have in the car, <laughs> like my, my poor engineers and stuff, I'll just be... I'll jump on the radio. I can't even say it on the podcast, eh? I'm just... No, you can. You just, but out of frustration yeah. when you're going around this. You, you just think about... How long it takes you to get all these dollars and stuff, and how long it takes you to yeah. get all the sponsors? And you're just trying to do the best you and can. And then someone, mate. then someone yeah. sends you into the fence. Oh, so. and you mate. know, it, get, it gets, um, you know, it gets emotional, right? Like yeah, hundred percent. Like, and that's. I think, um, in our life, like, you know, talk about, um, for example, like, uh, me and my wife, and I talk to a lot of people about it. Like, the biggest issues you have in your life is financial issues. Like, yeah, no, nothing upset you or has any you know disagreement like a, a financial issue and and it's the same in, in a racing world yeah. like you know a, a financial issue and this and that like this cost me money to get here and you you're expecting this of you and you're expecting that of your team 
And when you're having a bad weekend to start off with, it just sort of Elevates yeah, puts you your icing on the cake, yep. you know? Like, And you're always behind the ball, Ross, not being able to, to, to test, spend more yeah. time in the car. Well, they say, you know, any piss with the dick you give him. That's so, right. That's it. Um, but, ah, it's good, mate. It's good. No, I, well, I mate. mean, shit. I mean, we're stoked to have you on here, eh, on the podcast. That's been awesome. That's um, great. I'd love to do it again. Yeah. We, uh, we appreciate you bringing over these stubby coolers for us. And yeah, not, no. what, what about um, one time, maybe uh, if we got uh, you and Emu on at the same time. I reckon uh, that's pretty dangerous, though. Yeah, I reckon it'd be good. It'd be a long one. And it would be. Yeah. yeah what do you reckon about that? Jaden and Rossi on together? 100%. You know, the the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. That's and that's what we're about. Best mates, rivalry, but best mates. You and can get a word out of him. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes no, I struggle. No, we might, we might we let get, you try and get a word out of him. <laughs> nah, he's all right. We'll get, it, we'll get him going. We'll get, we'll get him going. Mate, hey, these stubby coolers are cool. Yeah, um, I reckon it's awesome. Thanks for bringing us one over. We'll send you home with a, a top end talk shirt. Beautiful. I got I got here for you. Um, um, I've even brought you along the uh, the Sydney one. Not such a great moment in the uh, when I was in the car, mate. That looks, <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool though. It did make us a good stubby. Can you do me a favour, like no matter where you go and how? Important you end up being. Can you make sure that your car still stays it's black mint. with fluoro yellow? You like oh, it? It's my yeah, favourite. It's, awesome. it's my favourite. You look at all I my reckon pink racing, like, yeah. black and fluoro yellow. I love yeah. this shit. But I just reckon it stands out like dogs' balls compared yeah. to all the other cars that are out there. It is. It's like you see a lot of them. Oh, they're white and they're red, and you see a black one with fluoro yellow. And it it looks out. cool. Well, it's sort of. I'd love to change my colour scheme up because obviously it'd mean I've got a sponsor on board. But oh, we, yeah, yeah. We just haven't had a naming rights sponsor to go so across I, the door. So I've always gone, yep, I'll just go back to my uh, normal colour scheme. Yeah, like bit it, of yellow man. and black. Yeah. Um, no, I reckon it, it's, it's, it's a triple thing. three. Is that just a, a regulated number or is that a choice? It's a choice. Um, I was a huge Hawthorne fan growing up. I still am. Absolutely diehard Hawthorne fan. And Cyril Rioli was my favourite player yeah right yeah and then i went into the series and someone else had 33 so i just threw another three Around on, the front. Three on yeah. it or maybe if cereal <laughs> cereal cereal maybe if cereal is listening to this or any of the riolis up here yeah maybe they can um get in touch with you mate yeah um i stay stay in touch with uh shan rioli it's my coach for footy yeah and yeah. Ratings, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool, mate. That's Sweet. awesome. That's good to hear. I was wondering what the story was with the with the triple three, and, and it's just, we, yeah, just yeah triple it. digits. Not many people have triple digits in yep. car racing, so like, yeah, gotta gotta keep it. It's sort of sort of become a bit of a uh, bit of a cult classic. Yeah, I want to pump my tires off a bit, but no, yeah, it's good. Everyone sort of knows the triple three. That's good, mate. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. But you got a story behind the reason yeah. why you run the number. That's Even part about it. I'll talk to talk to people um, in Darwin. They go, "Oh, you're the triple three. <laughs> yeah, sweet. I love it. All right, before we go, Rossi, you want to do a plug on some sponsors, mate? I'm I'm sure yeah. you got a lot of people you want to thank. Of course, as always, huge thank you to my partners, Howard Springs Tavern, Berry Springs Mechanical, Viaducts, Victoria Accommodation Village, Coles Hire Services. MP Civil, Northern Power Services, Total Safety Solutions, Graham Bodyworks, Quality Feeds, Eastern Roofing, and the Darwin Cooler Man. Mm. Oh, Cooler Man. Huge thanks. 
Yeah. Without, yeah. without and, the... And, uh, yeah, and thank you to those guys that getting behind this fellow up here. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Yep. He's no, trying, to, he's good, trying to pump him up as much as he can. Yeah. I think if you, if you listen to any part of this podcast, you understand that um, he's just doing it on every single dollar he can. So, yeah. um, And if there's yeah. anyone else that's listening that would like to um, chip in... Yeah, get in contact with him. Get in contact with um, Rossi or us or Top End Talk we'll point via right message direction. and, yeah... Put you in the right direction, mate, and get behind yeah. this kid. He's got a big future and he's putting everything he can into um, getting the results and being as, success, as successful as he can. Uh, cheers, guys, and that's it. Like We've got single event packages all the way ranging to full season naming rights packages. So, yeah, if anyone's listening that could be interested, it would be greatly appreciated if you could get in touch. Get your name on the side of that nice-looking Toyota. 86. Mm. And it just for Can you call information. Them Toyota if they're new ones. Like well, just just for information, it is not an 80 series that's been extended <laughs> to a six wheeler. It is actually a sports car. I thought it was a six liter. What? You, I start... thought it was a six liter 80 series. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that that might be the go down in what I there, but <laughs> not even. <laughs> nah, we know the car. It's pretty, yeah. Love nah, it. Nah, very good. Beast, mate. Nah, cheers, guys. Thank you so much for coming out to our place. Um, it was good to have you. Nah, thanks for on having the, me. On the potty, mate. It was awesome. Um, hope Thank you had you. a good time. And, um, yeah, look forward to getting you on next time. Yeah, I'd love love to come back after Bathurst. Or yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Do a bit of a, do a definitely bit of a look forward to it, mate. It'd be awesome, mate. Um, one time when I managed to get out of the territory, mate, I wouldn't mind just being pit crew or something for the weekend. For sure, and, mate. You know, um, more than well. Maybe wearing hey, the, mi- mixed mankini. Or I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know. Perk, Perk, I'll have the race one for you on Saturday night. Well, I win most races the night before. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, don't perform. You know what they say so. about Perko? What's that? He's never won a race, but he's never lost a party. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, I like it. He's dead right, though, isn't he? Yep. He's dead right. <laughs> I like it. I love it. That's You're my awesome. first favourite person on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they might get... Rossi back on next week. Yeah. <laughs> You're paying him to come back on now, man. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll lose my seat shortly. <laughs> yeah, all good. Uh, thanks very much, Rossi. Really good to see you. No, so, my pleasure. It was awesome. Yep. Appreciate it, mate. Can't thank you enough. And um, I wish you the best of luck for Bathurst, man. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see the territory flag and one of our local young fellas roaring around. Thanks, Eeps. Cheers uh, for having me, guys. Yep. Cheers, Rossi. Thanks, mate, for coming on. And uh, yeah. Good luck for the rest of the season.